0: Three variables. The second thing, pushing my eating earlier in the day. The third thing that I've kind of lost touch with was my cold therapy. I used to cold plunge, came back, and had a recover score well in the 80s. What's going on, people? So on this episode, we're gonna be talking about maximizing recovery. Lately, I've been seeing my aura and my whoop band scores really drop, like in the mid, low 70s. These are days when I'm normally sleeping a very long core. I'm getting eight and a half to nine hours, in bed 10.30, out of bed 7, 7.30 in the morning i'm still seeing like my score in my recovery index really low relatively speaking and i want to figure out what's going on most days i can kind of pinpoint exactly where i sit with the actual results and what uh, my score is actually becoming some days i wake up and i just feel like trash and i'm like i don't even want to look at the score and it's not even a day when i stayed up super late or ate something crazy but i have made some recent changes so let's go we're going to go through and investigate what exactly i did and how i'm getting uh, different results and the changes I made and kind of how I approach this whole thing. So if something's not working for you, you need to look at what the variables are. Anything you do, whether it's science, marketing, or in your personal life, if you want to get changes, you have to look at the variables. There's just no other way to really determine the results that you're trying to get without removing variables. That's why I love the carnivore diet. The carnivore diet is fantastic at removing all these variables in your diet to see how your body reacts. And if you give it time and you stay focused and true to it, you can reset your immune system and you can heal a lot of things that have been bothering you. So whenever I'm going through a process, whether it's marketing or my personal sort of optimization, I try to eliminate, then kind of reverse engineer and reintroduce if I want to reintroduce that item. So in this case, there's a few things I've changed in the last several weeks and kind of on and off in the last month or two that I'm going to adjust for. And I like this saying by the famous author, Jack Canfield, in the book, Success Principles, he says, E plus R equals O. The event plus your response equals your outcome. So whenever you have an outcome that you're not happy with, in this case, I'm not sleeping, I'm not getting my recovery score at the level I'm at, the event, I'm basically going to bed at the same time, um, living on a carnivore diet, what response am i doing what am i changing what have i done that's different that i'm responding in a different way that's causing this to go off plan off of what i've expected and there's kind of three variables that i've recently adjusted one i started eating dark chocolate on and off like some weeks i would get a chocolate bar some weeks i wouldn't but when i eat dark chocolate i kind of go and i eat the whole bar so i usually will have like half the bar in the morning and then i'll have another half the bar in the afternoon I actually don't think the dark chocolate is probably the cause i'm going to talk to some of the other things here in just a minute that i think are much bigger variables but it is something that's newer and i've noticed i kind of break out on my shoulders a bit um that didn't happen before and i think it might be the dairy aspect of the chocolate dark chocolate does have quite a bit of caffeine i mean even a a, like a 100 grams of dark chocolate can have up to 50 milligrams of caffeine and we know caffeine's half-life can be quite long which is why i don't do coffee Aside from another of other reasons, the chocolate has caffeine, so it's kind of a jolt in the morning, but at the same time, it's loaded with oxalate. So you've gotta be careful and probably add calcium with it when you're gonna consume it, so it doesn't really go so hard on your body with the oxalate load. I've been on this physique building sort of quest in the last four or five weeks. One of the big things that I've been doing is introducing targeted carbs, if you didn't check out our last video, on carbs giving you superpowers. I think it was two videos ago we talked about carbs and how effective they are at optimizing and giving us energy there may also be some value in carbs in terms of having better insulin sensitivity having better response to glycemic impact in your body from time to time and i've been using honey which is a carnivore carb without fiber and i'm not a big fan of fiber and that's also in dark chocolate so kind of going on a rant here but One thing I was doing with the physique building was I was looking for ways to add more protein into my intake because almost all the peer-reviewed articles I read, the studies, have suggested that you need to up your protein intake when you want better athletic performance, when you want muscle stimulation and growth. And fortunately, a general carnivore diet is going to give you quite a bit of protein, but if you're lifting for an hour and 20 minutes pretty intensely in the gym and you're really getting that burn and just focusing on muscle groups to really activate the hypertrophy and muscle growth and stimulation I want to make sure I have sufficient protein in my body to build and not just break down muscle or make that workout a waste of my time so I found this this Julian's bakery um, beef isolate which is actually the beef isolate itself is pretty good it, it doesn't have a lot of the bloating I get from whey and I feel better on it than the dairy. So it's a dairy-free option, but the only flavors they offer are vanilla nut, which I don't want nuts, or chocolate. So I was doing the chocolate because I really like it and it tastes delicious, but I found that I would have the smoothie and I kind of feel just, uh, I just wouldn't feel that good. Way less good than I would feel if I just scrambled up some eggs, cooked them in a pan, and then made them. And I know convenience is always a variable we wanna play with, but I think you can fit in a few meals a day without doing this. So what I did was I cut out the Julian's chocolate. I cut out all chocolate because I wanna again, go back and figure out what my response is so I can get a better outcome. And so I cut out chocolate, that was the first thing. The second thing is I'm, I was eating quite heavy later in the day. So I would go, typically I, what I do is I work in the morning and then around nine or 10, nine, 9.30, I usually have breakfast waking up at 7, 9, 9.30, have breakfast, continue working, do calls. And then around three o'clock, I would go to the gym and do my workout. Now this is only two or three days a week where I'm actually doing gym work. The other days I'll just go out to the park or be active. And it doesn't really matter how I kind of time that from my perspective. I just, it'll just be an active activity, whether it's walking or jogging or biking or whatever. But for the lifting days, I typically take a two-day break between them to give my body rest before I hit that same muscle group, but I want to hit my upper body, for example, in my legs at least twice a week so that I can stimulate good muscle growth and body composition in those areas and make sure that I have optimal strength. So what's been happening is I've been I've been going to the gym at 3, really getting the gym around 3:30 and then I lift from 330 to say 5, 435. Get home, it's like 5.36, and then have this big, huge protein heavy meal. And then I'm going to bed at 10:30. So I really have maybe two and a half, maybe three hours of digestion before I go to bed. And I think that was really messing me up because last week I went out to Rome Ranch and I didn't have basically a lunch. I just had a huge breakfast snacked on some of their brand, Epic brand jerky, and just tried some small things here and there, but I stopped eating around 3.34 in the afternoon, came back and had a recover score well in the 80s. That was the first time I saw that in probably a few weeks. So I wanted to see what I could do. And so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna try to get my calories, get all the protein that I initially wanted without using a protein isolate because they're processed and I think they're just not as easy to digest and not as... Maybe they're, they're is easy to digest, but they're not as probably healthy as just whole foods like cooking eggs or steak and just eating that. And I wanna end all my meals by four at the latest, ideally by three. So what I'm gonna do is on my lifting days, I'm gonna eat heavy throughout the day, make sure I get three meals in so I can get the ample protein hour and a half, two hours apart from that 9.30 breakfast to say maybe like a noon, lunch to a two o'clock pre-workout meal and then maybe a little bit of carbs, pre-workout, intro workout, maybe just post-workout from the honey, very light meal just to stimulate some insulin and just give myself some carb refeeding, but then kind of let it let it be and see what happens. The third thing that I've kind of lost touch with was my cold therapy. I used to cold plunge probably three, maybe four, even five times a week Here in Austin, there's a cold facility that I would go to called Generator Athlete, and it was awesome. I would go there, I would plunge, I would come home, I would sleep. My scores would be in the high 80s pretty consistently, even if I ate later in the evening. And so I'm actually looking at building a cold chest freezer, 14 cubic chest freezer cold plunge on my deck here in my apartment. But all the chest freezers sold out from COVID because everybody panicked and wanted to buy a big storage capacity for all this frozen food and so they're all on back order. But I'm working with an influencer, I'm gonna get that set up. I'll probably go into cold plunging in the next week or two after I kinda see how the food and the diet changes of eating when and how much affects my sleep scores and just see if I can push it even further into that real nice low mid 90s consistently because I just notice the quality of the way I feel, the mood that I have, my effectiveness, my ability to sort of enjoy the day, is so much better when that recovery score is higher and I have a high quality of sleep. So with all these changes, I'm really mainly just focusing on the meal timing and I think that's gonna really maximize recovery. I'm really gonna try to focus on pushing my eating to earlier in the day. We also know from CGM data that most people have a much better insulin response to eating foods early in the day. So. The idea of of eating later in your day may be socially acceptable, but if you're looking for optimal performance throughout the week, it's probably going to be quite detrimental to your athletic recovery, your overall performance, and if we can get society to start doing breakfasts more and lunches and just eat there instead of in the evening where we can still socialize, but we're not socializing with foods, especially carbs and refined sugars, we're gonna be in a much better place physically and health-wise in terms of our overall biology. So I started already on this path and in the first two days, I got a score of 91. It's the first 90 I had in several weeks, if not a month. And then yesterday, last night, I had a score of 81, even though I basically didn't eat anything after 3 p.m. So I'm gonna see, you know, obviously the data is gonna vary a bit and we're gonna see how this goes. And stats aren't everything. I felt really good this morning when I woke up. I felt actually it was the first time I woke up where I didn't actually need the alarm clock. I actually woke up before the alarm went off and I felt pretty awake and rested. So I just flipped my alarm off and I was up before 7. Most days I'm like the 7 the clock clock goes off. It's most days the clock will go off at 7:15, 7:20 and I want to snooze for another 20 minutes and I just don't feel like I'm fully rested. So That to me is a sign that I'm doing something right where I'm actually waking up before my alarm goes off and I'm feeling like I have that energy. So we're gonna keep going with this and see how this goes and I'll keep you guys updated on my stories and maybe I'll do a future video if people really like this one. Um, If you're new to the channel, hit that subscribe button, like this video, comment, let me know what you've noticed if you've tried to optimize your recovery scores and if, if you found any sort of optimal hacks or tips to really boost those. Because for me, it really seems like meal timing is the big one here and I would just love to explore other ideas around what you're doing and what works really well for you. Thanks a lot for watching and I will see you on the next one.